On this episode of the No BS Podcast, Florida fires Dan Mullen. We'll talk about the meaning of that for Florida going forward. Ohio State destroys Michigan State in college football. We'll talk about that as well, as well as, well as a, sl- a, a slate of big games coming up this week. Also, on BS or No BS, we'll talk about whether or not Alabama will make it to the college football playoff. Whether, whether or not Michigan will finally beat Ohio State. We'll get a look at the 2022 quarterback class for this NFL draft. Also discussing whether or not this draft will have any NFL franchise quarterbacks. Um, and we'll also be getting into a nice slate of NFL storylines. A look ahead for the coaching carousel. And looking back at this week's insane games. This is the No BS Podcast. I am Shay. I'm Ben. And I am Michael. Thank you so much for joining us on this lovely Tuesday. But wait, it's Tuesday. Why are you guys recording today? Well, ladies and gents, Thursday is Thanksgiving, and these wonderful people will not be here, so therefore, it is an earlier episode this week. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into a life update, guys. What is new with you? Anything you care to share? Uh... Sign my forms for Lakeland Magic. Yes, Benny has done his paperwork. And he also went to formal. Semi-formal. Semi-formal. Go-kart racing. Go-karts, yes. Super fun. Mad go-karts. What about you, Shay? So this weekend, I I was in Wikiwachi. I, 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 I was with my brothers with DSP. Shout out to all my brothers. They are literally the best. I love them all to death. Um, but yeah, so we yeah so we went camping this weekend. We went we went to Wikiwachi Springs one day. Um, we had an amazing time. It was a great brotherhood bonding experience, and and it was definitely my best weekend in a very long time. Hey, that's awesome, man. Uh, we have a basketball game tonight. Our first home game with fans. I, I might add, we haven't had fans in over two years. Feels like so. Our first home game. Is against a team from South Carolina called South Carolina Aiken, and we are looking to get back on track after a loss last weekend. So we are going to host three games this week. We have the game tonight, and then we have our Thanksgiving games on Saturday or Friday and Saturday. So for those of you that are staying on campus or can make the drive over to the Fieldhouse, I recommend you do it because we're going to have some good competition going on. So that's that. So let's get into CFP. So normally we would be discussing the rankings already, but because it's Tuesday, we don't know what they are yet. So we're going to talk about our predictions. So obviously a lot's happened. It is two more rankings left in this season before we get to the actual college football playoff games. So guys, what do you think for rankings? What are we thinking for this week. This I'll, week. I'll start on this one. Um, I think we can all agree Georgia's at one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think after what happened with with Ohio State and Michigan State and with how Bama nearly won this this past weekend, I think Ohio State moves up to number two. I would say that as well. I would say Bama slides down to number three. Four, I think, is the great debate because, it's, because, yes. we, because we know the two teams it comes down to going to be Cincinnati or Michigan. Yep. Um, if you're asking me personally, I think Michigan Michigan gets the number four spot for this weekend because if you really think about it, 
Putting Michigan at four for this weekend only hypes up the matchup this weekend even more. Because it's you already have, hyped up. But, 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 regardless. but at the same time, you have number two versus number four. Both have the exact same record. Whoever wins the game goes to the playoff. Well, yeah, yes. Everyone knows that. And I think we can all agree on this. No, no matter who gets the four or five spot, this weekend is gonna. This this weekend is is definitely make or break for a bunch of teams, most especially Michigan. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think tonight, I I I personally think of Michigan as the number four team in the country. But 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 if the committee puts Cincinnati there, I'm not gonna have any gripes about it, because because if, because the way I see it, Michigan wins this weekend. They're in the playoff. Yep. Yes, I also agree with Shay. I have Georgia one. I think Ohio State goes up to two. Bama goes down to three. And I also think Michigan will jump Cincinnati just for this weekend because um, it's all going to play itself out. It's No matter what, Michigan's four or five, top five matchup this weekend against Ohio State. Um, and whoever loses and wins is out and in. So mm-hmm. it's all. It doesn't really matter. Like Cincinnati fans shouldn't. If Michigan does jump them for number four, like this, I, is, the, I don't, this is the one piece of chaos that Cincinnati can't let happen. Is 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 Michigan winning? Well, I mean, but then that's a whole other thing. Like, does Ohio State get in over Cincinnati with they the two wouldn't. loss? No. There's, there's no teams. So I'm I'm just putting it out there because it Cincinnati fans because they have because this, one this loss because fans. the thing is with Cincinnati, but, but with Cincinnati it was going to take chaos for them to get into the playoff regardless. I think we can all agree on that. But but, but chaos has happened but, already, so the only thing. But, is but, but 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 the thing is too like this is the one piece of chaos that that would keep Cincinnati out. Well, I, but I don't think Ohio State. Let's say Michigan beats Ohio State. Right. Ohio State's not getting in. They're not getting in. So, yeah. so Michigan Cin- would be the Big Ten champion, and Cincinnati would, would get presumably in. be get in. Well, no. Well, no. Like here's what I'm saying. If you're Cincinnati, you should root for Ohio State because Mich- because if Michigan wins, then 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 that's basically the wall that's going to keep you out of the playoff. How how would it keep them out? Because because then Michigan because then Michigan would get the fourth spot. No, Michigan, no, Michigan they, would, would be they would two jump or three. Up, yeah. they, would, they wouldn't be the four going in because if you have, you just said it. If Ohio State is two, Ohio would, State would drop. They'll drop out. Most likely, so Michigan would take the their spot or the three spots and have the four. So, so, so for the four spot, hypothetically, you would have Bama, Ohio State. Cincinnati. It would be. It would be. It would be. It would be one of the. It would be one of those three that that that, that the committee would have to go back and forth on. Okay, but and there, and well, there's other. And there's two losses versus an undefeated champion. You know that's less of a debate because you because you got to remember that like Ohio State already has the one loss. It's not like Ohio State's undefeated, right? If right. If we're undefeated, then that's right. a argument. But like if Michigan wins, they're in the four, and Ohio State is out of the playoff. So it's not like it's it's insurmountable thing for Cincinnati to get in because all. But the thing is too, like there's the thing is too, like let's not forget that there's still not only this week that's to play out, but also championship weekend that has to play out. Yeah. Because because while Michigan could beat Ohio State, they could they could lose the Big Ten championship game. Okay, and then well, that helps Cincinnati even more than if they lose the Big Ten championship. So, I'm I'm gonna. You know, and, who, and who knows? At the same time, Cincinnati could lose in the next two weeks. Well, yeah, so you don't know, know that. Well, if Cincinnati we're, loses, we're, we're, it's, it's a point that they lose. But like, 
we're assuming that they're going to take care of so, so, so ultimately my take on this, while so much chaos has happened already, and, and, and believe me, I, I've loved the unpredictability of the season. I think we can all agree the unpredictability of, of, yeah. of, of the season has been great. All I'm saying is there's still so much that can still happen in, in two weeks. Well, you also have the teams behind Cincinnati and Michigan, like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. Right. There's so well, much that can happen. Okay, so I'm not surprised the Michigan fans have them at four. I have them at five. It, it doesn't matter though. It's still top five. I think it doesn't matter. I think it doesn't matter. I think it's still top five matchup. I think I I think through the eyes of the committee, who, whoever takes the like like the four spot will be whoever they think is better between the two. That that's what it's going to come down they to. They won't decide that for this week though. It'll be that, that's for the final rankings, but it won't. It wouldn't be for the second to last rankings. You know, because that because that's a question for like well, once the resumes are done, it's not like about. Well, the thing is too, but but you gotta remember when they first ranked Michigan over Michigan State after 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 they played each other, they ranked them ahead because they saw it as Michigan was the better team. So what I'm saying is that is they do look at that from a week to week basis, right? And, and, and for the purpose, but of Cincinnati has done nothing to dissuade them because they've already been in. Front. Neither has Michigan. Right, so so if neither of them have done anything so, to overtake the other, then it's going to stay the same. It wouldn't make sense to just jump it just because. But at the same time, they put Michigan ahead of Michigan State, even even though Michigan had lost to them. Yes, because they because Michigan proved, and since and Michigan State had a really bad loss, there was a huge difference. Michigan had a win; they kept winning. That was right after the loss. That, that was right yes. after, that, that, and it was that, a beatdown. And that was they saw that, from that. Well, no, that was right before. Well, no, I'm talking about the week before Michigan State played Purdue. They had them ahead. Yes, they did. And then once that loss happened to Purdue, then Michigan jumped them again, and then obviously the Ohio State game happened. So it's different because they had more evidence to show. Okay, Michigan State, they beat, so, it took a couple well, no, but that, well, no, but at the end of the day, they look at it as, okay, who are the four best teams? That, yes. that, 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 that's primarily what they look at. Who are the four best teams? And if the committee feels that Michigan's better than Cincinnati, they're going to be at four. Well, then they would have already put them ahead of Cincinnati at this point, though. They thought they were better. So why is it all of a sudden right now would be the time to switch them over to number four? Because they, by, by your logic, if they had them, if they said that Michigan's been better, then they, would have, they wouldn't have Cincinnati ahead of them, like, to this point, Michigan would have already jumped Cincinnati at that point. So, by your logic, then we'll see what happens. You know, well, like I said, well, like I said earlier, regardless of who's at four, there's still two weeks of football to be played. Yeah, there's still two. Weeks and it's left. still a top five matchup. It's, 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 it's a top five matchup, regardless. You know, I I have Georgia one, Ohio State two, Bama three, Cincinnati four, Michigan five. The sixth spot, I would say, probably Notre Dame. It will be the six. I think. I think. I think. I think six and on is an interesting debate. Yeah, there's just a, a lot of because, stuff happening. Be, be, you know that because, some teams are obviously because bad. regardless of, because regardless of what order we see it as, like 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 like, like our top five teams are, are the same. Yeah. But 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 six but six and on but 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 but, 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 but six but six and on like especially for the purpose of of like of like bowl matchups. Yeah. I, I I think I think that's the more interesting debate. Yeah. We'll, we'll obviously. Keep an eye out for all that tonight. But um, let's talk about – we mentioned it a little bit. So Ohio State did just flat-out destroy Michigan that, State. I, I personally was surprised by this. I thought Michigan State would make – I was too. Obviously, obviously yeah. for me, I couldn't watch this game because obviously I was I, obviously I was off camping. I, my service wasn't very good. And, 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 like, I couldn't watch much of it on my phone just because – 
you know, I had to really conserve my phone battery just just because just because you know you know you're in the middle of the woods. So obviously, right. Benny watched it. He's a trader, so he was. Really oh my state. lord! Here we go. Okay, but I was trader. I was not surprised because I knew Michigan State was not that good. It be Michigan, Benny. Oh, uh, that's a that's a whole nother thing. Um, I was a little surprised. I was a little. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, oh, seeing all. He had his yeah. he had his Ohio State pop. I was like, whoa, go Ohio State. Um, see, seeing how I was surprised at how well they handled Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Like they really checked him. Like, I kept think him in check. more so than anything, I was surprised by Stroud that he looked like this, like the second coming of first. Well, like, Michigan State's pass defense is no, but like, one of the worst. But to even that to, to that point though, like you're talking about a top ten matchup, and like you know we all. I, have, but I think Michigan I will, State was frauds. They were, I, they were fraud state from the very beginning. I think for me, it's I, I think I think for me I think for me it was a little bit of both because because while Stroud was phenomenal. You know, to some degree, he did take advantage of a really poor pass defense. defense. Right. But 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 again, like you know, you got to give credit to Stroud for for spotting the weakness for 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 spotting the weakness and taking full advantage of it. So I just I'm so away. so the way I see it, it's he, a bit of both. He had he had more touchdowns than he did in completions. Now that is impressive. That, that's just that, like that's impressive. and he doubled it too. Six touchdowns, I think, and three incompletions the whole game. So that's just like wild. But, and so I mean, like obviously, yeah. So. We do have to look forward to that. We'll get into the this weekend's games in a little bit, but let's talk about the bigger bigger um, news, I guess, or equal news. Florida officially has parted ways to Dan Mullen. He is fired after a five and six record this season, losing to Missouri, losing to Missouri on a two point conversion in overtime. Shea seething as we're saying all this out loud. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll leave it we'll leave for the end. I'm just going to give my thoughts real quick on it. Um, I think it's absolutely the right move because the standard has been set that Florida is not this average SEC team. You know, they have all the resources. They have the talent pool in the state of Florida. They have all these different things going for them that can allow them to compete for SEC championships. They were in the game last year, for crying out loud. They gave Alabama the biggest test of anybody. And... You know, you lose talent every year. Like that's that's natural to NFL and graduation. Like that's natural for anybody. But you cannot recoup your talent and like do it effectively. Then you're going to struggle. And I think Mullen just flat out didn't want to. Again, we talked about this before. He didn't. He was on record. Well, I think he was joking. He says, but I don't think he was about recruiting and everything. You got to recruit in, in college football, especially at the Power Five level, to be elite, to be a great team. Georgia recruits, Alabama recruits, Clemson recruits, all the top programs. They always recruit Oklahoma. They always recruit to stay relevant. And Florida, for whatever reason, Damon neglected that. He didn't want to, you know, you knew you were losing Trask. You knew you were losing Pitt. You knew you were losing Tony. You know, you knew all these things were going to happen. So why are, did you not do your job to restock the cover, so to speak, and try to go back to ST Championship game? But it just, wheels fell off, man. After the Bama game, after they beat Tennessee, the wheels just fell off, and... You know, you cannot go from being on the cusp of the college football playoff one year to possibly having a losing record because they play they could they could lose this weekend now to possibly having a losing season after that. So it absolutely is the right thing to do. And you know, I, I think they have that's an amazing it's a tier one job, it's a fantastic job, a fantastic school to be coached for. So they need to get it right. That's my mind. They cannot have another repeat 
they got to have a coach that wants to be there, that wants to recruit, wants to make Florida elite in the SEC and in college football. So you got to have all that go for them. I'll let Ben give his thoughts before Shay talks. Uh, yeah, basically everything Michael said. Um, recruiting is like the number one thing in college football. That's how you build your program. And uh, neglecting that is it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, you might as well skip up on the season. Yeah, yeah so, um, and then I, like, I don't know how you go from losing to Bama really close and giving a, a, a hard-fought game to... To you know, 40 points to South Carolina, to... Samford. We're not even going to talk about Samford. That's not, the only win they had in that stretch, you should add. So. Uh, and they were losing to them, too, yeah, at that like point. It, it just... So it, he had to go. There was no reason for him yeah, to stay. Yeah, he had to go. All right, Shay, give give it, take it away. Well, I dissect. He has the floor. First things first. Good riddance. I want. I've wanted. I've I've wanted this man gone for a while now. He had to go. Um. I'll say this. I'll say this for Dan Mullen. He is a great play caller. He knows his offense. He's probably better as an offensive coordinator. More than and. Anything. And honestly, I was listening. Uh, I, and honestly, I was listening to somebody on ESPN talking about t- talking about how Dan Mullen could be better in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. And and, and and I 100% believe he could be a lot better in the NFL, where, where where you don't have to actively recruit. You can just you can just focus on your job. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, I would hire Dan Mullen as an offensive coordinator within a snap of a finger. I think oh, yeah. I I, I, I I think he could be amazing at that. I think but, so. Too. But. But as a college football head coach, especially at Florida, he 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 had to go. Yeah. Just because he just wouldn't recruit, and 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 we would lose really good recruits all the time because Dan Mullen just wouldn't do shit. Mm-hmm. And so he had to go. Um, I'm glad he's gone. I think Florida's gonna be, be Florida's gonna be better off because of it. Now, who where they go after? Now, where they go after this? Um, I think I, I I think that's just as good of a debate. So the first, obviously, the first thing is you know you need to identify the coach that you know is going to bring Florida back to relevancy in the SEC. Because I because I've heard a lot. I heard I've heard a lot of names. Since yeah, Dan I mean, I, I, I think we're not going to get a clearer picture of like coaching carousel for college football until after championship, after championship weekend. You know, after all team seasons are done for the most part. You know, it just it just it's still kind of early to get a definitive look. We only have like four or five jobs that have been filled mm-hmm. to this point. So, I will say this: uh, I I I'm wish I think Mullen like again he's he's a good coach, but I think he just kind of I think he kind of just lost interest in the college football aspect when he had to recruit actively. You have to you know restock every year or like most years. You know, he was tapped the NFL and whatnot. You know, he was good at Mississippi State. You know, had a great run there. You know, he had. Dak Prescott, they were number one team in the country at one point during his tenure there. Um, I just think I think he's kind of just worn out of college football. So I think NFL wise, he'd be perfect. You know, I think if he went, you know, there'd be some coaching openings in the NFL next season. If he's an offensive coordinator for one of those teams, I think he'd be fantastic. You know, he can build a stock there in the NFL. And then, you know, maybe he gets a head coaching job down the line. Who knows? But Dan Campbell should hire him. There you go. Dan, he should work for, for Dan Campbell, OC. Fire Anthony Lynn and get Dan, or get Dan Mullen in there. So we'll see. But I, I definitely think, you know, as a chance to right now, he had to go. But I don't think he's not, gonna, he's not a horrible coach. 
by any means. He's I just, don't think so either. It just, just it didn't fit for, anymore for this job. He had to go. Yeah, and then so, but he definitely will. He should get hired again. Probably start off as an offensive coordinator in the NFL, or, or maybe even college. I don't know, but I think NFL would probably be a, be a better fit for him. So we'll see what happens with that. But let's take a look at this week's games. So obviously, this is the second to last week of the season before the playoffs. Obviously. Um, it's known as Rivalry Week, as it's so lovely known, and it's one of my favorite weeks because we get so many good rivalries. Uh, most of the in-state teams play, like the Apple Cub, Washington State, Washington, NC State, North Carolina, uh, Michigan, Michigan State obviously already played, so we do have some really good matchups, guys. Um, the Egg Bowl is actually on Thursday. That's a, that's a pretty, pretty fun one. We have Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Lane Kiffin versus Mike Leach. I think those are two great personalities yes so, i mean that, that, that that's that, that's gonna be interesting that's gonna sure. be a fun one and then uh it'll be matt corral's final regular season game because he said he's gonna go to the draft we'll get to that in a little bit um but i mean we got some great games guys you know old miss mississippi state we got since cincinnati's gonna play their final regular season game against east carolina this week and then and then they play houston the following and week they play houston in the championship game um, I'm just going to run down the rest of it real quick. Obviously, we mentioned this ad nauseum. Ohio State, Michigan. We'll get into that specifically in a little bit. You got Emma Auburn Iron Bowl. I mean, Florida, Florida, Florida State. Florida, Florida State. Penn State, Michigan State. Um, I game lost in Luster, but that's still you know a nice game there. A&M, LSU. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Bedlam. That's a huge game as well. And then so we just, we just got a lot of good ones. So um, obviously, uh, we know what game we're excited for. But we'll get to that in a second. So just tell me what other games besides the big showdown with Ohio State you guys are looking forward to this weekend or to keep an eye on. Um, I think Penn State and Michigan State is going, going to be an interesting one. Obviously, we had the big debate last week about Ben, about, about ben, ben betraying Michigan and rooting for the <laughs> enemy. Oh, my gosh. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I, you can't overlook this matchup because Penn State held Michigan. 17. It, or to 21. 20, 21. 21. I was there. It was nerve wracking. And Ben was there, so he should know firsthand Penn State is no joke. Yeah. And and if Michigan State gets their third loss, that, 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 then, well, Michigan State's basically out of the playoff as it is. But Penn State can prove that Michigan State, that no shadow of a doubt, like they are frauds. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Ben. What are you gonna what, what get other games besides Ohio State looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the uh, the Iron Bowl. Yeah. I think uh no, like, normally every Iron Bowl bowl is already crazy. Yeah, right. Uh no matter the record. Um and yeah, I mean if somehow Auburn could pull off an upset oh, that this 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 is an upset I wouldn't rule out. Oh boy, yeah. So um, yeah, the, the Iron Bowl. Because, oh, because, because the fact that Bama already lost to Anna. Yeah, dude, I I cannot tell you how much I'm rooting for Auburn to pull it off, man. Like, nothing would please my heart more than for Bama to go into the championship game. And, and I'm telling you right now, and, and I'm telling you right now, Cincinnati fans should should become Auburn fans just for this week. Oh man. D- 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 just for that. That, that, that just. Be, 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 because imagine if that imagine if that upset happens, Cincinnati fans would be they, they might throw a parade if that happens. Be, yeah, because because their because their spot in the playoff would essentially be cleared. Dude, that I, I cannot. Yeah. I want nothing more than for Bama to miss the playoff, man. It just it would just be beautiful. I hate Bama with a passion, so for Auburn to pull it off would be beautiful. But 
I'm never, I've learned never to get my hopes up because I've been burned too many times with that. But for me, um, the game I'm looking forward to outside of the 4-6 matchup right now with Ohio State and Michigan, I would say Bedlam because Oklahoma State, be a good one. Oklahoma yeah. State has an outside shot of getting into the playoff. Um, if the Big 12 is going to have a representative, if more chaos happens and they do have a champion in there, it will be Oklahoma State right now because I think we all agree Oklahoma has been, you know, mildly disappointing. Mildly yep. disappointing. Yep. And if the Sooners can lose to the Cowboys, then I think the Big 12 championship game is going to be, you know, all but assured that whoever Oklahoma can finish it out and it went out probably be a rematch I'm not sure the standings of the Big 12 but if they can pull it off and win out then they have a good sh- they have an outside shot if some other madness happens for them to get in but that will be my other game besides Ohio State Michigan so we're gonna get to that game specifically in a second so let's go to BS or no BS so I hinted upon this with Bama not making the, the playoff and that's our first one for no BS BS so tell me guys what do you think I'm going to, I mean, as much as I really, really, really hope this happens, I'm going to say BS, I think. Actually, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I, for, I, I really want them to not be in there. I, I have faith that they won't be in, but I'm going to say, I'm, I'm just going to believe and say no BS. we we'll go with that. I'm going to. I'm going to believe. Man. I'm going to believe. I'm also I, saying no BS. I'm going to believe. I, I, I'm not going to even say this. I'm literally 50-50. Yeah, just because I'm also that way, but I'm just because not only do you have the Iron Bowl, which could potentially be an upset, they still have the they, they still have the SEC championship game against Georgia. Yeah, I I am really really just hoping, man. Like nothing would make me happier than to just get a guaranteed new champion, and not have the possibility of them repeating. So you know what? I think I think I think I'm I think I'm gonna go no BS here. All right, that's beautiful. So. I have my fingers crossed for this weekend. Hopefully, TJ Finley doesn't shit the bed, but we'll see. But I'm hoping, man, I'm going to believe one way or another that they'll be out of it. All right, so now we can get to the big game here. Michigan, Ohio State. Again, this will be a top-five matchup regardless in some format. Biggest game of the weekend. Um, uh, yeah. Biggest game of the season. Are you kidding me? Yeah, hands down. The year. Huge implication. So, for some background, uh, Ben can attest to this, you know, Easily, he could, he's lived through this pain. We, um, we both have. It's gonna be a ten year anniversary. Yeah. So uh, ten years Michigan, Michigan and Ohio State, uh, arguably the biggest rivalry in college football. Um, I, Buckeyes have. I don't think. I, I I don't think it's arguably. I I I think it is the the biggest. Because both teams and fan bases literally paid each other. Right. So they don't even call we don't even call each other by their own name. Yeah, exactly. The team down south, the team up north. Right, right. And not to mention, and not to mention the week before, literally, like, I saw, I, 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 I was, remember I was watching an old video on ESPN about, about how around Ohio State the week before they already crossed out all the all the letter M's on campus. Yep, 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 yep. yep. The M's are canceled out and the O's. So, yeah, obviously extreme extreme rivalry here. I'm just going to pull up some numbers here. So the all-time record, Michigan has a seven-point lead, and there's been six ties. So I guess back then you can tie in college football. But 58-51. It's an old rivalry. Yeah. This rivalry goes way back. 116 meetings, yep. Michigan leads all-time series 58-51-6. The biggest victory was 1902. Michigan won 86-0. And then the longest win streak that there's been is Michigan had a nine-game win streak in the early 1900s. 
I think Ohio State is is close. They're to eight. That. They're eight. So 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 present day, right? So we're not yes. obviously the nineteen hundreds means nothing right now. So the current win streak is Ohio State has won eight straight against the Buckeyes. Ben has lived through all of that. It's so shay. So much pain. So much pain. So much. It's, a, it's the same thing every year. But obviously, we're, we're talking about two of the best programs of all time. Michigan is the winningest program in college football. They're almost at one thousand wins. They'll get there in a couple of years, probably. This the way they're going. 11 national titles for Michigan, 8 for Ohio State. Michigan has not made the college football playoff. Ohio State has made it four times. Ohio State has two more bowl appearances. Michigan has 48. And then bowl record, Ohio State is 25-26, Michigan 21-27. Rose Bowl, 2015, Michigan. Rose Bowl wins, they have 8-8. Eight eight. So, again, you can go through all the numbers. Like Obviously, two of the best programs ever in college football. But let's get to the current, current, meeting right here. So, we mentioned it. Ohio State has won eight straight games against the Wolverines, but if you look at recently, they've won, like, I think 15 of the last 16 is the number. So, the last time Michigan won was in 2011. That was... That was I remember that so I, 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 I remember that game. That well. was a 40-34 win. That was such a beautiful game. Wolverines. But, that was an outlier because the Wolverines have not won back-to-back games since... 1999-2000, right? So since the turn of the, of the new century, right? Since 2000, Michigan has only won twice. Twice, guys. Let's, let's think about that for a second. Twice. 99-2000 went to Michigan. 24-17-99, 38-26. They won 2003, 35-21, and then 2011, 40-34. Now, I should mention that those were both in in order. They have not won in Columbus since 1996. Actually, no, 2000 was in Columbus. Never mind. Ignore that. 2000 was in Columbus. So it's been 21 years since they won in Columbus, but thankfully it's not in Columbus this year. So guys, talk to me. When you have such a losing streak going on, the last couple of meetings have been pretty ugly. I shouldn't they have. It, it's really been ugly. pretty ugly. I remember uh, the last Ann Arbor game. Was twenty nineteen? Yeah, was twenty nineteen. That was I think that was Dwayne Haskins last year because they, they, yep. they didn't play last year. So that was a all right. This twenty eighteen game was sixty two to thirty nine, and then the twenty nineteen Ann Arbor game was fifty six twenty seven. So I remember that last Ann Arbor game. Jay Patterson looked like straight garbage. Oh yeah. man, that that was a bad game. Like man. like honestly, I was literally embarrassed to share that dude's name. Yeah. It's it's not been pretty, man. I'm not gonna even lie. Um, 2012, 26, 21, 42, 41, 42, 28, 42, 13. 2016 was the outlier when that was oh, the same. 2016. 2016. Oh, 2016. That was the outlier when they had the double overtime. Oh, that was we, we we same 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 what, situation. What hurts more about 2016 was we had them. Mm-hmm. We had them. Mm-hmm. And then Wilton Spate wants to. Throw some pick sixes and <laughs> yeah. So that's, that, that, that was the day where I that was the day where I hated Wilton Spade for the rest of my life. That, 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 that's that's what happened. I remember day. like I was actively looking at like the you know like the conspiracy theories with the refs being yeah. from Ohio. <laughs> I, I for some reason I'm like oh the committee's gonna remember that and like yeah. they're gonna overturn the win because like it was rigged. Yeah, like, bullshit. I was, oh man. Especially, yeah. especially at that time. Especially at that. Especially especially then like the committee did not like Michigan. Let's be honest. Yeah. So unlike unlike now where they clearly like Michigan. Right. So. 
you know, it's, it's ad nauseum. We talked about this, Ohio State's recent dominance. The only outlier in this, that one streak is the 2016 game. Otherwise, it, well, actually 2012, that was 26-21. Otherwise, it's 20, been, 20, 2012 was a good game. And 2013 was the one-point loss, 42-41 in, in Arbor. But other than that, it's been blowouts. So, I think it's safe to say that, I mean, I, 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 I didn't pay much attention to 2016, but I think this Michigan team is a lot better than that one because you have the run game. You got a quarterback who is capable of passing and not you know, being bad. But you can't forget Michigan's defense, though. They, the defense they, they, they have first rounders all across the board. Daxon Hill's a stud. I like that guy. Their two edge rushers are top Aiden 10. Hutchinson. David Ajabo. And Aiden yeah. Hutchinson. Yeah, so. I mean, so literally, the, the, the name of the episode is It Has to Be This Year, right? This has to be the year. This has to be. It, 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 it has it, to it's be. It's got to be the year, man. Like, like we don't know if Michigan's going to get another year like this where they, they've just been like. Amazing. Should have been undefeated, ball. but whatever. We're, we're not going to get like it. Like, it, it's just, this, this has to be the year, you know? Like, it has we to be. We were 16 year. points away from being undefeated. Like, it, it, it's absolutely insane. Like, especially with how the last two games have gone, it's just complete blowouts. You know, 50 points plus in both games. Like, it, they, they have some desire to, like, end it. Jim Harbaugh has said that this is the start of their playoff season. You know, this game against this is a playoff game. Ohio State. I mean, I think that's a perfect mindset to have. It's basically yeah. another playoff game. This, this is the game that defines everything about Michigan. Literally. Everything. Like, he hasn't been. He hasn't been in Ohio State yet. He's had some bad losses. The one. The one close. Our best. Our, our best win of the season was Penn State on the road. Yeah, like this has to be the year. Like, they they got to finally break three. And, so. and the thing is, too, say what you want about that Penn State team, but going up there to Happy Valley and beating Penn State, that is no easy task. It's cold it was not. There. It was cold. It was cold. It was cold. And ben, ben can attest that he was there. That crowd was electric. And not, and, and not to mention, too, I remember, I think it was after the Nebraska game when, when Kay McNair was giving his postgame interview. And he was talking about if this was any other year, Michigan would have lost that game. But they, but they, but they pulled it through. You know, you know why Kate said because 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 this team culture wise is just different. Yeah, they're different. I have a lot of opinions on this game. I bet you do, Ben. Ben, uh, ben you and I both do on this one. So, but, uh, let, let, let me get, let me get to the let me get to the question first. So knowing that the last two games, 62-39-56-27 occurred, do you think that's going to be motivation? for Michigan to finally beat Ohio State? BS or no BS? I, I know what your answer is, but I have to ask for the sake of the segment. BS or no BS? No BS. All right. No BS. Go for it. Your phone's yours. Um, all right. So first thing I want to mention is these little, like, Ohio State fans, you trying to use, like, the transitive property. Like, this is a massive... This, this, this is my favorite part. I, 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 I like this part. I love this. Like this. Oh, no. Oh, no. For, oh, no. For me, I have so many Ohio State fans in my fucking DMs right now. Trying to trying to trying to trash talk me, and, 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 and all I'm telling them is, and all I'm telling them is, okay, just wait. Like 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 like, like how about we just watch the game? Like, 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 like I'm not talking. Transitive property. That's my favorite part. Go ahead. Like um, Ohio State, Ohio State fans saying, "Oh, Michigan lost to Michigan State, and we blew them out of the water. Therefore, Ohio State's gonna destroy Michigan." Like this isn't a fucking math equation here, okay? It's <laughs> my this favorite is, part. When I remember that the other day. I was laughing. This is was so this cool. is a football game, so okay? Funny. Michigan State's pass defense is one of the worst, okay? Kate McNamara has grown since then. The whole team has grown since then. I think so. Say, say what you want about say say what you want about that Michigan State game, but Kate McNamara, holy shit! Mm-hmm. That was his best game so far. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yes, yeah, so this isn't this isn't a math equation, okay? You can't rule that out just because like Michigan State beat Michigan and then Ohio State blew Michigan State out. Another thing, if Cade plays like he did against Michigan State, Michigan State. But I was gonna say like Maryland or or any of these other teams where he like dinks and dunks he, the ball. He did play well last weekend. Yeah, we're not we're not we're gonna get blown out if he dinks and dinks the ball like little like three yard passes. That's not gonna beat Ohio State. Um, Another thing too for Ohio State, Blake Corum's supposed to be back. There you go. Yep. There you yep. go. So we'll have Corum, huge, Haskins, huge. and Edwards, who had ten catches against Maryland he, for like he was really a good. buck sixty and a touchdown. He was he, he's he, like, he, was, he was really receiver. really good. Um, I know JJ is going to play. It's just how much. When is he gonna play? Yeah, when is how he much? First gonna be in the game. I think JJ needs. This is the game JJ needs to play the most. Yes. Have a shot yes. Because he completely changes Michigan's offense. Just as like in terms of a more running threat, I believe he can throw the ball better. He make he he gives his receivers he a has chance. A, he is a freshman though. So you, He's a freshman. So you Obviously, we know what happened with the Michigan State game, but. He gives his receivers chances. He doesn't throw little short yes. routes that get three yards. Um, and I, tr- I think JJ is going to be the reason we win. Really? You're gonna go that there? Okay. So, so you're gonna go as far as say JJ is gonna be our X factor, yes. basically. Okay. All right, go ahead, Shane. You know, I don't blame Ben for going with JJ as our X factor, just because like we know what Corum and Haskins and Hutchinson and Ajabo can do. But, but, but it's all about those guys that, you know, you don't really expect to show up big, but, they're, but they make such an impact. And, I, and, and I'll admit, I like Ben's take that J.J. McCarthy could be Michigan's X, X factor. Um, there's no doubt this matchup gives me anxiety every week before it happens. Like like Ohio State hate week like Ohio State Ohio State hate week for us Michigan fans like like as much as we hate on Ohio State at the same time there's just as much anxiety that that oh, we yeah. that, that we don't let on about I mean, you've lost eight straights so of course there's gonna be anxiety you know and yeah. and you know it's not just the fact that we lose it's the how we lose mm-hmm. Blow, getting blown out every year last and, two years and. Especially and especially in recent years, I keep thinking back to 2016 where we had them, we had them, and and my fear it and I don't think it's going to be 2016 all over again. Just because, like Kate said, the culture of this team is just different. They're having fun. They're yeah, like jumping around, yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the first time in since in Jim Harbaugh's tenure where they look like they're having fun. And and the biggest factor. Jim Harbaugh lost twenty pounds. Oh yeah, he lost. He lost twenty pounds. He, he, he lost twenty pounds, and for once, he's actually wearing navy pants. Yeah, he dropped yeah. the fucking khaki pants for once. Um, but no, in all seriousness, Josh Gaddis is doing good stuff with our offense. Mike McDonald, our defense looks so. That's another thing. Our de- Don Brown, is our de- our defense looks so. You got much a job at UMass, by I, the way. I saw that. He's now they're, they're he, 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 he's gonna he's gonna be absolute dog shit. I don't know why UMass fucking hired. Well, him. he's there before he did good, so that's his second chance. I guess he wants to be a coach. in his man to man defense. No, Go ahead, finish, finish your point, Shay. But so. 
I, in my heart, I really want to say Michigan's going to win, but, but, but I'll be honest right now. I'm so 50, 50 on this matchup. Like I kid you not, this is literally, this for me could, could come down to a coin flip. Like this is so close because Ohio state's got momentum. Michigan's got momentum. I, I will be, I will be honest in, in saying this. I don't think this game could have been set up any better. Oh, I agree. It could not have been set Absolutely. up any better. But like, 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 this is a dream for college football. Oh, yeah. You have these two teams who are, who are, who, who just have all this momentum going for them. They're on the on this colli- on this big collision course. Yep. And whoever wins basically steals their spot in the playoff. I, I I'm gonna say this like as a non-Michigan fan here. Um, I, I'm excited for this one too. I'm not gonna lie. I can't watch it because I'll be working basketball game, but. I think I think what sucks most about about this game is we're not going to be able to watch yeah, it together. Yeah, that sucks. But I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. try it. But no, I was going to say, um, I mean, like, like, like this has to be the year. Like, like Michigan has never looked better, you know, because like, like in past years when they have winning records, like it's like they win, they win, but like they, they're not elite. Like you can make like, they're elite this year, I mean, they, or more elite, elite considering like what they've been in the past years. They're a step above that. So you know what I mean? Like this has to be the year, you know, like. Um, I will say, if this was in Columbus, I give him zero shot. I think, like, especially with, uh, with how Stroud looked. That's fair. Like, that's I, fair. If, if this fair point. Th- so I think like COVID was kind of like a breath of fresh air because like because now it, it reverts back to Ann Arbor again. So if this was in Columbus, if this was at Ohio State Stadium, I give him zero shot because I think like that. But crowd, it's in the big house. But the big house, I think I give him a great shot at it. If you. Th- let me say this: If you think Ben and I are insane right now, just talking about it, imagine what the, oh, uh, imagine the, what the big house is going to oh, be like on Saturday. Yeah, so just uh, imagine. Absolutely, yeah. So hands down, like if this was in Columbus, zero shot. But because it's at home in Michigan, I think they have a really good shot of it. I would I would say right now I'm going to lean forty five fifty five Ohio State. That, 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 that's what okay, I would mean. That's fair. Just just because, like, I me, mean, you got to have some momentum because the offense looked elite this last couple of weeks and everything. Shroud, obviously. So, like, give them a little bit of an edge. But Michigan is not this bump squad. You know, they're, they're not, you know, they're, they're a different team in the past. Michigan has Michigan shown that if you don't respect them, they're going to take advantage. Yeah. So, I, 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 me personally, I give it a 55-45 Ohio State edge. But that's as opposed to, like, maybe like, like 70-30 if it was in Columbus or whatever. You know, so, like, I think they have a good shot at it. And my, th- my thing is, too, this week, and I'm sure Ben's going through this, too. Like, it's so tempting to, like, talk shit. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but you, you, yeah. you, you got to learn from history, man. But again, the last well, we have nothing been... to talk. Like, we can't talk shit yeah. because we've lost but, so but, many, but, but, like, the one adjustment I'm making this year is, you know what? I'm just going to shut up. And to all the Ohio State fans who keep DMing me, trying, trying to trash talk, all I keep telling them is, you know what? Just wait. Is, you know what? Let's just watch the game. Yep. Let's see what happens. You think you know what's going to happen. I have my idea of what's going to happen. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So, again, we're going to get really into this next year. But let's just say, let's, but let's just say, but let's just say, if it happens, I know exactly what I'm doing immediately following that. Uh, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. Can't wait to see it, man. So, again, we'll. Talk about it. We'll see what happens. Talk about it. React to it. All that good stuff next week. But let's get back to other topics, boys. So I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Matt Corral is the first player to declare for the draft. Or actually, the first player, first quarterback. First quarterback to declare for the draft. Um, Future Lion. Nope. Don't kid you yourself. wish. Don't kid yourself. Um, he is 
arguably the top quarterback prospect for the draft. It's a weaker quarterback draft, you know. Um, there's not like a Trevor Lawrence or a Joe Burrow in this draft. So it's going to come down to, I guess, fit more so for these teams. You know, who is going to fit where and do they have the right system in place to support them in the rookie year. So I'm just going to we'll just keep it simple, you know, BS or no BS that this class is going to be pretty weak compared to other classes. I'm going to say no BS on this one. Um, and I, I don't want to disrespect any of these quarterbacks because they're good. Yeah. Um, but we've seen a lot of good quarterbacks come out and, 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 and be at best well end starters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm also no BS. Also no BS. I, I just think, like, when you compare it to, like, 2018 to last year's class, like, it just the, – the upside is just not as great. Like, uh-huh. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, like, as a Clemson guy, you know, I love him to death and, like – I see, like, all pro potential, you know, franchise quarterback potential. Like, I just don't see that right now. Like, Sam Howell, Spencer Rattler, like, like those guys were, were supposed to be that this year, but like, they've proven otherwise that they're, just, they're I, not those guys. I think Rattler would be an idiot to come out. Yeah, I, I literally, yeah, yeah completely. Um, but, I mean, Corral has had a great year. You know, he's been fantastic. Kenny Pickett for Pitt has been really good as well. Malik Willis. I think, if you're asking me, I think – Three QBs go in the first round. I think those three, Pickett, Corral, Willis, and then maybe Howell, the team really loves him or thinks they can change him or whatever. But, you know, I, I, I just don't think there's, like, a bona fide franchise quarterback. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, this very much reminds me of, like, the Jake Locker draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, and, and the E.G. Manuel draft. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It just, I don't know, that's just me. I don't think... Anything will happen. But again, there's still time. I mean, I guess the combine and all that, we'll see what happens in the mock drafts at that point. But still, that's until that's April. So we'll wait, we'll wait for that. Um, this next one, I'm going to say there will be one more big CFP shakeup. So we obviously had Michigan State, Ohio State, Oregon losing. That, right. that, that was a big shakeup of Oregon losing. So, as, I mean, obviously, like, it takes care of itself naturally with Michigan, Ohio State. But say there's one more big shakeup. So, like, Auburn beats Bama. Or something like that. So I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray that there's no BS on that, but I'm leaning towards BS a little bit. I'm going to say no BS. I'm going to say Auburn beats Bama this weekend. I need Ben to convince me hard because I'm, I'm really just like. I'm going to say no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no BS as well because I feel like one way or another Bama falls out. Because, 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 the, because the Iron Bowl. And then the championship game. And then the SEC championship game against Georgia. I think I think that's where Bama falls out. All right, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go like 55, 45, no BS on that one because I just I have to believe, man. I gotta believe that Bama will be out of here. So last one for no BS BS. We got so this is okay. So we're gonna get to this in like two seconds, but the NFL this past Sunday was just wild across the board. Yes, it was. Oh my goodness, um, a lot of top teams lost. Some bad teams won. Like it, except for the Lions, except for the Lions, because what? Because like we had the Lions do what they do. We had to have some semblance of normalcy. They do what so they the do. The Lions had to lose because we had to have some normalcy. So, but like the the topic here is there's no Super Bowl favorite at this point. Like you can't say there's a Super Bowl favorite in either conference right now. Do you guys buy that? I do. I was. I would say there's no BS on that. Yeah. Um, just because, like, every every team you point out, like, there's something there's shaky something about them. going on. Like, 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 even with my pick, the Bucks. Yeah. You know, 
Like, I don't think their game is the problem. Like, 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 like they're just trying to get all their guys back. They're just not healthy right now. You know, you know, yeah. you know, you know what, you know what, even with Tampa, it's like, you know, you can point to a similar struggle last season. What did they, and what did they do? They went on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, so I was to say no BS that there's no current favorite. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the key word right there. Current. Yeah. 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 I, I would agree with that. Just so much happened. Like, let's, let's begin, just get into the games right now. Like, I think. My my biggest one was the Bills just getting completely blown that out. That was a huge shock. That that was just And now the Patriots are Jonathan Taylor, man. Like I, I knew he was a stud in college, but like I didn't think he'd come into his own. No, for, no no for me like, no for me with that Bills game, it was like Josh Allen, man, what the fuck happened? I don't even well, like bro, forty one points you give up at home and you give up five touchdowns, fifty fantasy points you should add, but for Jonathan, for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, luckily, the guy in our league is not good, so he, <laughs> so so no one got burned on that one. But fifty fancy points, but like five touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor, one hundred eighty-five rushing yards. They had like fifty-seven receiving yards, something like that, plus a receiving touchdown. So you have five total touchdowns. The Bills get blown out on their home field, forty-one to fifteen. Allen had two picks. I mean, like. It, this game just completely took me off guard, bro. Like, I was not... I mean, the Colts were just an average team, but, like, to go into Buffalo... I think what this tells me, though, is that Buffalo is not who we thought they were. That, that, that defense... Yes. Yeah. That, yes. that defense is... I mean, it, like, after the Kansas City game, I was like, oh, my God, Buffalo's the team to beat. Now they're the best team in the AFC. But the following week, they, they, they lost the Titans the following week. They... This game here against the Bills, like, that defense is not as elite as we thought. That offense is not as elite as we thought. So... I mean, they're not, they're, not, they're not a horrible team by any means, but I don't. But like, I think kind of we're kind of overhyping them a little bit. To this yeah, point. I think I, I think especially with the ASC, it's like you can, like you can give me like at least six teams, at, at least six teams, put put them all in a hat, pick one out, yeah. and, and I can easily say that team's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like be, it's, be, just, it's one of those years, man. And, and and then not to mention you had Tennessee losing to Houston. Oh my goodness, that yeah. one was even worse. Yeah. Yeah, that was a and that was, and, and, and and I think especially with Tennessee, like we're starting to see that without Derrick Henry, like like without Derrick Henry, very, very without Ryan, without Derrick Henry in that in that backfield, Ryan Tannehill is the same guy that was in Miami without him. Gaze, it, it's it's mm-hmm. think about this. The the leading rusher for that game was Adrian Peterson, who had forty yes. yards. Forty yards. That was a leading rusher. Like that. That's. I, I don't Did know. it Tannehill have four picks in that game? He had like two, I think, two or three, something like that. It, it was. Ugly man. Because I knew, because I knew, because or wait, I might be thinking of Tyrod Taylor two weeks ago. No, 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 that, that, that was Taylor and the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a wild game. Yeah, but no, that that game. So that second win for the Texans now. So like that's just huge. But I remember that game. Ryan Tannehill looked like complete dog shit. Oh my god! Think about this: the, the Titans they've beaten the Chiefs, beaten the Bills, but they've lost to the Jets and the Texans. So like yeah, what? I think that just speaks to the how unpredictable. I, how, how, I think it shows they were so reliant on Derrick Henry that like without him, yes. it's just yeah. I don't even know, man. It, it's crazy. Other games, um, the Chargers beat the Steelers in Sunday Night Football. That was a wild one. That was a shootout, forty-one thirty-seven. Eckler, my boy, got me a bunch of fancy points. Thank you, my buddy. Um, the Chiefs thankfully beat the Cowboys nineteen and nine. That's a defensive showdown there. You don't really, you wouldn't really. I thought that, I mean, that was probably a shootout. People would think, but that was a defensive game there. Chiefs sacking Dak Prescott, picking him off a bunch of times. That's a good performance. There. The Chiefs are looking more like themselves. They have a bye week this week, so I'll probably have more time to 
retuned some things. Cincinnati beating Vegas. Philadelphia put him 40 on New Orleans. Like, they really just fallen off of that, James Winston. It's crazy. And then Green Bay losing to Minnesota, 34-31. So that's also wild. So my so the next thing we're going to talk about here real quick, uh, two backup quarterbacks leading their teams to victory. The Cardinals went into Seattle and beat the Seahawks 23-13. Colt McCoy, 300-plus passing. Oh, my, and oh, oh I have my memories of Colt McCoy. And, and two touchdowns to Zach Ertz. So that's an unseen score. Seahawks have just been god-awful. My goodness. It just, it's come off. It's over. Completely over for them. And then... This, I think this is the, the biggest indictment on Matt Nagy you can possibly have. 16-13 to 13, losing to the Ravens with Tyler Huntley yeah. as the starting quarterback for if, the Ravens. If that, game, if that game wasn't the epitome of why, why Matt Nagy needs to be fired, I, 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 I don't know why. Beautiful what segue, Shay. Thank you. So, coaching carousel. I think we're a little more than halfway into the season now. So, I think we, we have a pretty good picture of what coaches should be fired. Um, I think Nagy's on top of the list. Like you can I, easily. You can I saw a report that Nagy might be fired after Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say this though, Nagy. Like, there's no debate. He needs to be gone. But he's not the only one. They need to fire their GM Ryan Pace because the reason why they're so shit. It's not all 100 percent on Nagy, but he's like, but because they don't. They don't. They have My thing is. My thing is, Michael, I wouldn't argue with you on that because I because I agree with every point you make about Ryan Pace. Yeah. My, but, my, but, but, but my issue is from the view of ownership. Yeah. Wait, 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 when you have, when you have Justin Fields, yeah. where, where, the, where the jury's still out on him, yeah. but, and, and I felt this way 100% when they drafted him, I was just like, oh shit, this buys Ryan Pace more time. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, again, like, yeah, you have a best like, my only concern is that like they're only going to fire Nagy only when in reality like unbiased eyes would know that Ryan Pace should be. Awesome they both have to go because, in the grand scheme of things, absolutely. Because like Pace hired John Fox, you know he that was a like, sort of good, but um, they I forgot who the coach was before Nagy got there. Oh, um, it was Lovey Smith. No, Lovie, no, no, Lovie. no. Mark Mark Trossman, I think something Trossman, like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Trossman, I think. Um, it, you know, it just it just really was not it, it was not a good fit, like period. You know, it it was like Fox was Chicago's World. last good year when it was when Mark Trossman was the head coach. You had Adam Gates as the offensive coordinator, Jake Cutler. Jake Jake Cutler had one good year. Yep. Yep. And and and, and, and then and then that turned into the whole thing where all of a sudden everybody loves Adam Gates. Yeah. So I think I think John Fox is the last coach to think about. Um, yeah. Yeah. John Fox. You you hired Matt Nagy. That's so that you, you're responsible for hiring two guys and firing them, right? The Mitch Trubisky thing is the ultimate indictment. Like you pass under. I don't. Th- I don't. Th- I, my my thing is my, my my thing is I blame I blame Trubisky on on pace 100. I I don't blame Nagy yeah, for that at all. That, 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 that's all on pace. Right? Yeah. You pass. You trade off. You can't ball. blame Nagy for what happened with Trubisky. No, 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 you no, can't. No, that, that, that's why I'm saying it has to be him. That in addition yes. to Nagy, because you pass on to Sean Watson, Patrick Mahomes, for a guy who's now a backup quarterback. Uh-huh. Like, well, in all fairness, Deshaun Watson isn't in the league now. But he's in the league. He's just not playing. Well, he's in the league. He's just not on the field. Yeah, for 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 but, for his own reasons. But like, that's all. It's like, great. The, 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 aside from this year, though, I mean, he's a top five quarterback talent wise. Like when you pass on talent wise, hundred percent. Pass on Watson and Mahomes, like for Mitch Trubisky, who only had a one. year You traded up one spot to get him to. Yep. Yep. So like, 
that, that, that for me is the ultimate. And plus you have not fixed the offensive line. Your receiving core has been horrible for years. Like, like you fail to address any of those things. Now, honestly, for me as a Giants fan, knowing that knowing that we have the Bears first round pick in this upcoming draft, I I, I love the chaos in Chicago. Yeah. I love it. So like like that that's me personally. Like like my, my only concern is that like they won't fire pace because they because like you know they pull off a field straight and everything. But like I think you've seen enough. Like I, like, I just don't. Think, I agree. I just yeah. don't think you can just like just, just because you tr- you tried again and drafted up for a quarterback. That you can just like give him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can give this. Is your, you know now now I'll give you more time. You know like, you gotta like hold accountable the situation. Like yeah, Fields has, Fields has he's been coming on strong. You know he's after he's after Thursday against the Lions, but like it's you gotta like be realistic here. I think he, they both have to go. So I mean other jobs besides that is not so crystal clear. Um, I, mean, I, I mean I still think that Jackson should fire Meyer. I don't think that's changed for me personally. Just because, like, I don't think he's a long-term fit. For I think it's gonna be interesting what they do there because I know Shad Khan loves him. Yeah, but I, 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 and I, and obviously their whole program there is basically built around Urban being there. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, personally, I, I just don't think he's a long-term fit there. But that's just, but I, I'm not expecting that to be a opening there. Um, Dan Campbell should stay. Yeah, I don't think that's a question. I don't think. Yeah, I should. I, I, I should mention this. I think Seattle. We should look on. We should look at, but not for firing. I think Pete Carroll's going to probably retire with this bad year. Uh, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll has done enough, or he's not going to be my, fired. My thing is, as long as Russell Wilson's there, I feel like Pete well, Carroll. That's stays. what I'm saying. I don't think Wilson will stay there now because this will, this will be the first year under Carroll and Wilson that they have a losing record. Think about that. They they had a winning record every year. Well, again, you know, you know, you know, you got to keep in mind. Russell Wilson missed but four even, games. Even before that, they weren't like they still had they a, weren't that good. They had yeah. a little yeah. defense. They had like like three touchdowns. I think what Seattle time. does in this offseason is going to be interesting. Like I personally think because there were rumors coming into the season that Russell yeah. Wilson wanted out. Yeah. So, I'm I'm always saying like Seattle. I think they're going to blow it up personally, just because like I think. The defense, Jamal Adams has been horrible. He has not been who you traded for. I, st- I, 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 still don't know, I still don't know why they made that move. Um, the defense, again, they have no sack They have no sack defense. The running backs, I mean, Carson's been okay. But he's not, like, in this elite back or anything. He's hurt now for the rest of the season anyways. Um, no offense, they haven't had an offensive line for, like, 10 years, bro. They've never had offense line for 10 years. And it's, it's catching up to them now this whole year. Plus, like, if you cannot beat a backup quarterback at home, yeah. then, like mm-hmm. – like what? What are we even doing here? So I think like Carroll isn't enough where he's not going to be fired. It's just if he chooses to leave, that would be. Oh yeah, no. So, oh yeah, no. Seattle would never fire him. So, if, if if Carroll ever leaves, it's going to be on his own terms. Yeah. So I I think personally, I think that I mean obviously it's like so there's still a couple weeks left in the season, but personally, I think the way it's looking now, they're going to have a, they're going to finish last in the division. They're going to finish at the bottom of the league. They don't even have think about it, they don't even have to pick because he was the Jets for Jamal Adams. So yep. that's, that's like looking beautiful for the Jets right now. So like I think personally Carroll will probably retire. I think Wilson will probably ask to be traded. I think they'll probably blow it up in some capacity. Like you gotta start planning your future with without Russ and without Pete Carroll. You know, I, I think personally that's how that's what I think should happen. But I mean obviously we don't know what the front office will think, but that would be me. Um and so the only other openings I could see, maybe, uh, I mean, the Raiders obviously are already open, so that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Raiders, the Raiders are one second open, so that's really pretty much it. Like, there's not like any, unless there's like some amazing collapse. I think, huge I, collapse. I, I, I think, I, I, I don't think, 
I'll say this. I don't think there are many as many clear-cut ones, yeah. um, but there are certainly some X-Factor ones. Like, I know Minnesota's been one that's been talked about with, yeah, with, with Mike but, Zimmer. I mean, I think he's he's still doing the best he can, though. I mean, they're, they're not... They're, I think they're 500 right now. But at the same the time, you know, you got to look at it from the standpoint of, like, you know what you are with Mike Zimmer. I, I, th- it, I think, I think it's he's... It's a time for a change. I think it's not the case if he might retire first and they get fired. Ah, uh, I mean... I don't know. I, Minnesota is... They, 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 they've been, you know... Up and down the whole year, and then and obviously Zach Taylor was on the hot seat coming into the year. Uh, Obviously, obviously Cincinnati's been doing really, really well this year. So I think I think Zach Taylor's off the hot seat. Yeah, Um, Um, Ryan Flores. I don't think you know. I think I don't think it's Flores. Flores could be an interesting one. I don't. I don't think it's his fault that I don't think it is either. Um, They haven't been healthy, and and Tua's not that guy. I think. Yeah, it's just. But I I believe in in Flores. I don't. I don't think it's him. I do too. you're not, you're not gonna fire Cully in Houston or no, Campbell no. in Detroit. Like, they need more, need more than no. one year. So like, I think like the only there's not like a lot of clear cut ones. Obviously, the Raiders are the only one that's open. I think Jacksonville, Seattle, those are probably the only ones to watch. Obviously, Chicago should obviously happen. So yeah, Chicago. I should. think that's what what the, that's, that's like four four or five jobs possibly. So I think mm-hmm. it, it could possibly be a quiet year on the, on the carousel, but we'll see. So. But we're going to wrap it up here, guys. So let's get your final thoughts for this evening. I know both of you are going to go, so go ahead and take it away. Whoever wants to go first. I'll go first. Um, Michigan, Ohio State, um, the, the game of the year in all of college football. No question about that. And, oh, I just – I hope that the misery will end, the pain will end, and Michigan finally snaps the losing streak. Because this, if, if, if there was a year other than 2016, this is the year. It, it has to be the year. 10-year anniversary. It has to be the year. It has to be the year. All right, go ahead, Shay. Your final thoughts? Me being a Michigan fan, I, the only thing I can think about this week is Michigan-Ohio State. That's the only thing on my mind that for this entire week. Um, I wake up thinking about that game. I go to bed thinking about that game. I think about when I'm in the shower. Literally, literally, it's always on my mind one way or another throughout this entire week. What's nice, though, is we only have today is last day of class. So you guys get to go home early for the weekend. Ben, ben, ben and I go home tomorrow. So you guys get to fly by of that. My final thoughts has nothing to do with sports whatsoever. Um, just want to let everyone know that Spider-Man No Way Home is out in less than a month. We are under that one-month threshold. And I had a random thought last night about how I really want there to be a Miles Morales movie in the MCU. I think that'd be super cool. And I think Tom Holland should be in it as a mentor for Morales. Because like, I think there has been some talk about Holland eventually hanging out the Spider-Man mantle. I think a great way to do it would be for him to be in a Miles Morales movie and give it to whoever the actor would be for that. So that's just a random thought that I had. And I know Spider-Man fans, these guys would think that's pretty cool as well. So that's just my final thoughts. I don't know if y'all want to comment on that. I would. be super I would. Um, my thing with Tom Holland hanging it up, though, I feel like, you know, especially with his Spider-Man, I feel like seeing his Spider-Man as an adult would, would, would be a lot more interesting. See, especially, like you mentioned, taking Miles as a mentor, similar, similar to what he's doing now Similar to what, similar to what he's doing, similar to what Spider Man is doing in in the video game verse. Yeah, yeah. With, with the new game, yeah, that's, 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 that's where it came from. With as, me. Yeah, as, the video as, games. As, as like they're basically partners together. Yeah. So and so and so seeing that in a live action film, I think that would be dope. That'd be so cool. I think I I, I 
I personally love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Um, I feel I, I, I feel like the writing for his films hasn't been the best. Um, it, 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 it just it just has uh, this is lots of the trilogy they're making, so it, it kind of has a wrap up. I feel like and I don't think I don't think his work should be done as Spider-Man. That's what I'm saying. I think he should. I agree. Be, I agree. I think like and he, he didn't he didn't he didn't confirm it completely that he this is his last film or whatever, but like he didn't like. He said his contract is up after this. Yeah, but it doesn't. But it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be done as Spider Man. You know. So yeah, I, exactly. I, I just think that like he should. I think like a Morales movie with with him as a mentor. You know, you, you, can, you can do like prosthetics to make him look older or whatever if you want to do that. But like, I think a Morales movie would be amazing. You can, there's just so many good uh, African American actors that you can get to possibly be Morales. So I think that'd be just super cool. And plus, like the. Um, what was it into the Spider Verse that animated movie they made? Like that also was Spider Verse was awesome. Yeah, so like just the, the, like the, the video game, the Spider Verse. Like I, I want a live action of that. I think that would be super cool to have that. So that's my final thoughts. So we'll see, man. Well, uh, less than a month, like I said. Obviously, sports wise, huge weekend ahead. Michigan, Ohio State rankings coming out tonight. So we'll see what everything plays into. But want to thank all of you for listening to this episode uh we thank you for the support so far guys it means a lot and we're going to continue to give you content as much as we can so from no bs podcast i am michael i am ben i'm shay have a beautiful weekend guys happy thanksgiving